The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. ACDC all afternoon. I am totally in. I'll even stay and listen. Yeah. I won't even Keep use it. Keep it playing, it. Angie. Don't take it all yeah. the way out yet. I won't even use it as an excuse to go home early. I'll sit here and enjoy it. We should, we should, uh, you and I should go do rock. <laughs> <laughs> I did rock radio. I know, I know. But there's, you didn't do it with me. There's less talking. Ready? Yeah. Hold on. There you go. Oh, we're just going to have some fun with some music last night. Uh, just, you know, following up that storm that rolled through, what, about 2 o'clock last in the morning? So you want to hear the uh, weirdest uh, part of that? Uh, I know it woke up a lot of Edmontonians, uh-huh. and we're under a severe uh, weather... A thunderstorm watch is in effect. They're saying watch. that a cold front is going to sweep through mm. the region this afternoon, triggering a thunderstorm. So be prepared for that. Let us know what you see sure. at 6.30, And hopefully that rolls through and back out again before the Eskimo oh, game tonight. Uh, so last night, I was awake, so it didn't wake us up. We were awake, you know, we're night owls, Carol and I. But uh, here's the thing. You, you know sometimes uh, one spouse will tell another, no names needed, uh, that the other spouse is not engaged as much as they should be, or possibly not as observant as as they should be. Or, you, you know, you get that kind of conversation after you've been together a lot of years. So Carol and I are in uh, bed together watching TV. We were watching weeds. And, and we heard the storm rolling in. Which, you know, it's like, oh, that sounds a little, that sounds close. Eh? And then it was, you know, lightning and thunder right back yeah. to back. Like, well, that's right on top of us. And uh, then my alarm goes off. So we're watching Weeds was the show we were watching. Uh, Carol and I in bed. And then my, uh, not my alarm, my, my ring notification goes off that there's activity in my backyard. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? So I hit the live camera uh. to see. And, well, I was shocked to see an individual running around the uh, deck behind her house, gathering cushions to put them in the shed. And I looked, I said, hey, that's my wife. I, t- I turned and she's not in bed anymore. I didn't even notice her get up. We were, wow, That's Andrew, just the worst. She could yeah. get kidnapped and I wouldn't know. Well, I would because I'd you have were, more you blankets. You were both awake. Yeah, watching TV. I don't is know her, how. Is, is her side of the bed near the door? No, in fact, she has to pass in front of me to get to it. I mean, we're... Oh, man. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that, Andrew. Nor do I. I, I, I'm ashamed of myself. How do I not notice... Now, that is something that you might want to be ashamed of. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. She could be having an affair, and I would never know. She mm. could be coming and going. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it was a good episode. I'm talking away to her. I'm. Ta- oh, that's close. Oh, that was a loud one. That never. Now there was a point at which I got up and looked out the window, just to see because the rain was coming down really. Maybe she darted out in that moment. I don't know. Did you run down to help her put away the patio furniture? Well, I don't. No, I don't think there's any point in both of us getting wet. <laughs> no, but the, I'm watching her on live camera, uh, going, "Wow, she's pretty much done." Nice. Yeah. Nice. So at my place, hmm. we sat outside last night. Took Papa and I to Northern Chicken for the first oh, yeah, time. That's right. Um, and uh, came out, sat on the patio till I don't know ten, ten thirty ish or something like that. Went to sleep. That's late. That's late night how, for me. How, how late? 10.30. I think I was in bed at 11 last night, wow. which was late for yeah. a school night. Hmm. Um, and then around 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. um, I hear Coach get up. And uh, I'm like, what are you doing? Actually, he actually was coming back to the room. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? What's going on? So you on? missed him too. Yeah, but I was sound, I was sound asleep. All right. And I said, he said, well, we left the patio umbrella up, and you know that thing's massive. Mm-hmm. He had to go down, put it down in the rain and the thunder and the lightning. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean the storm? There's no storm. Snap, crack, bang. <laughs> oh, there's a storm. And then I just rolled back over and went to sleep. That's just. I'm just showing Jalen the video right now. There's Carol. Like, yeah, running around the cushions yeah. and running around. <laughs> yeah, Coach didn't manage to get in all to get all the cush- cushions in. Just got the umbrella down, oh. which was good because I think it would have ended up in someone's neighbor <laughs> yeah. yard. Probably a good idea to secure those things this afternoon as well. I think so, by the sounds of it. So if you haven't already, you might want to put the patio furniture away and make sure that the umbrellas are down um, in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it but was... But it yes. seemed like everybody in Edmonton was up last night, according to the Twitter feeds. Oh, really? I oh, yeah. Everybody was, you know... I, d- I checked my Twitter this mm-hmm. morning because I wanted to see... You see this story about Twitter, his purging account. Mm-hmm. Uh, hand over fist, and it's having the biggest impact on celebrities. Of course, yeah. Right? And their fake followers. Yeah. Some uh, reduced by, I think, a million and a half. One, yeah, about 2%. Katy Perry, these, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, lost a million and a half. I and they're I've, still purging. I lost... I think I've lost about, well, a couple hundred, maybe 500. Really? Because yeah. I gained three. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's just... Weird. I'm down a few, so. So those were fake followers, according to Twitter. Mm-hmm. But how did you come to have fake followers? Like I have I, no idea. No, nor do I. No idea. I, I used a program one time because we did a story about fake followers, and I did a program just to see how many of mine were fake. And the program said, like, 20% of them were. And which, how can that be? And, you know, the implication is that I, I bought followers or something, yeah. which I didn't do. So I went through them. So Twitter's a little sketchy on how they determine that a, an account is fake, though. If you don't have a profile picture, yeah. it identifies mm. it as fake, that kind of thing. And I remember saying at the time, if you're on Twitter and you're new to Twitter, put put a yeah. profile pic up. Even if it's a cartoon, your cat, yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter. It, it will eliminate the possibility uh-huh. that Twitter will think you're a fake account. But, yeah, no, I gained three. So I'm... I'm I'm happy. I logged on. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue how to buy. You just Google like a, buy Twitter followers, and you like, can find it. Yeah, that's just stupid. Well, it, it doesn't do you any good. No, no. I mean, it just pumps up the numbers. And yeah. I guess if some people think that the more numbers that you have, the more followers you have, the better you are on Twitter. It, to me, it's I like, guess. You know, whatever. Well, you can monetize having a lot of followers, though. If you can get. You know, companies will sometimes reach out to social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram. If you have a lot of followers, yeah. then you have a lot of influence. Mm. I know that I'm surprised, but uh, and I, I can't even tell you who the company is because I don't know. Somebody reached out to Maddie mm-hmm. and uh, offered to pay for 
posts of her wearing specific clothes. clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which she typically wears anyway. And again, I would say it if I could remember, but I just can't remember. And I, she was, she won't do it. She has artistic integrity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I, what? I was like, well, I'll do it. What's the clothing line? <laughs> I hand it over. Uh, Glenn says, cushion gate continues. <laughs> yeah. That was just so weird. The number of people <clears throat> who have asked me in passing, oh, yeah, see, you found your cushion. Were you here for that? Yes, I was here right. for that. Right, sorry. That's like you asking me if I'm part-time. Yeah, you're here most of the time. Yeah. 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 We didn't put away... I don't think... Well, I'm going to say nothing more. I was about to say, I don't think we put away all the main cushions, just the pillows, but I shouldn't make a statement on this because I was not there. And you were not there helping. Did nothing to help. And the problem... Well, and the thing is, you want to put them away because if you want to use them tonight... Well, you know, I can't use them tonight because it's going to rain. Yeah, I know. But you don't want to have... You know, they'll, they'll be taken all day to dry out whenever you can use them again. There's you, nothing worse than sitting down on a... I know. On, and, and then your butt gets all I, I just flip them over and hope it doesn't seep all oh, the way to the top. Oh, yeah, no. The Last size of my butt, the pressure goes all the way down the bottom. You ever had this happen to you, speaking of uh, getting wet? Uh, last night, as I often do. Now, in the mornings, I get uh, Tim Hortons coffee, and in the evenings, I get McDonald's coffee on the way home. And uh, Carol uh, actually quite prefers the McDonald's coffee. I prefer the Tim Hortons, so that's the compromise. So last night, I went and got two extra large uh, coffees, which we'll sit on the deck and, and drink, mm-hmm. right, as we do every night now when I get home. And I know this, it's just an accident, but the uh, the lady working there, Tim Hortons drive through, her little door uh, windows yeah. opened and she poured the coffee on me. Just reached out and poured the coffee on me. The lid came off, she panicked. I got doused in double double. Oh, well, like that's the first time that's ever happened. Well, I prefer to spill it on myself. <laughs> It was a bit of a shock, quite frankly. Oh, it's a little, a little warm. Yeah, there's a well that I'm okay with. I was wearing jeans, but it's the crevices of your car in yeah. which coffee can get into yeah. is quite amazing. And then it then was it stinks. It does. It does. It smelled this morning actually. But well, when, it's because cream. Right, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's really you, gonna stink. Yeah, you need to clean that up. You need to really wipe that down. It's cream, and then the sugar, right? Oh, okay. Well, I'll so have if to you just card detail if you just if you just dabbed it. You might want to get it. Well, she was really throwing uh, she was throwing <laughs> towels at me and what you know. And like I'm, that's the first time that's ever well, happened. Well, fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm wiping down everything that I can. But then you know, I she says I'll get you another one. Well, yes, yeah, of course, right. And then I said, did you spill all of the first one? And she was like, no, no, about half. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll take, take that one I'll too. I'll take the other half. Which it, she hesitated, like that was some kind of it was my ploy to yeah, get yeah. free. <laughs> No, you're the one that did the dumping. You threw it on me. You did the dumping, not me. They didn't put the lid on. That's uh, what it was. So as as she squeezed it to hand it out uh, the window, the lid popped off, and then she panicked. You know, I grabbed a coffee today on the way into work. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Hortons, um, mm-hmm. and it and this stinking hot. Yeah, oh yeah. It was hot, hot, hot. I mean, not, not lawsuit hot, but hot. It was hot, like yeah. burning the hands hot. Yeah. Do they oh, put yeah. those sleeves on them anymore? Do you have to ask for the sleeves? You know, listen, I've said a time and time again that I love Tim Hortons. You know I do. Yeah. But they've got to address the thickness of their cups, um, the integrity of their lids, and they've got to have a... <laughs> if you have to double cup things for your customers to hold it, you're not saving money, yeah. you're losing money, right? And those little sleeves that they put on, you you basically have to ask for them, mm. but I find even those don't really do the trick. I have to put it in a tray or I'll burn myself. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, on that little run into the house. Just before we go to break here, this uh, this text just came in, touching on the weather. It's crazy that it's currently 29 degrees in Hardesty, where I am right now, and it's still 27 degrees, according to my weather station at home in Camrose, yet Edmonton is at 23. If this cold front is coming, I think we're expecting some bigger boomers down <laughs> south. Again, sure. a severe thunderstorm watch in effect. More coming up on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. Thunder. Thunder and Lightning by the Little Imagine Dragons. One of my favorite ever tunes. I actually like that song when you listen yeah. to it. And the video is kind of neat, too. Hmm. Um, Thunder's thunderstorm, rolling our way. Thunderstorm watch. Yeah, that's effect. right. So we'll keep you updated on that one uh, throughout the afternoon. Anything you see, uh, let us let know. Let us know at 6.30, 6.30. Hey, how about this? Uh, just got a text, and it's so funny. Uh, so what do you guys think about the woman who won the $1.2 million? You know what? <laughs> that's the story we want to talk about right now. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about it off air, where we would jump off from. So here's the story. Barb Reddick and her nephew Tyrone McGinnis. <sighs> Uh, they were winners of a contest out, or of a, a lottery out in the Maritimes called Chase the Ace Lottery. And, uh, and so these in Chase the Ace lotteries out on the East Coast yeah. have been quite the big deal over the past uh, couple of years. It's pretty cool. It's a sort of a 50-50 yeah, with a take twist. Take a chance. Right. So if you have the winning ticket, you don't get 50-50. You get uh, 20%, I think it is. And then you get a chance to draw an ace. If you don't draw the ace, the other 30% goes into the pot to make the next draw bigger, right? Um, so what happened was Barb Reddick uh, bought a ticket with her nephew, uh, Tyrone. Tyrone, and uh, put Tyrone's phone number on it and his name on the ticket as well as her name. And uh, wouldn't you know it, the winning ticket is drawn and then they draw the ace. So that means they've won the grand prize of $1.2 million. And there's a picture of them accepting the check together, all smiles. Uh, but it turns out in the background, and not so happy, these two. Mm -hmm. uh, she is claiming that she only put his name on the ticket for good luck. Well... <laughs> <laughs> and she agreed only to split the money if they won a consolation prize, but not the jackpot. She intends to sue She's him. She's suing him. Yeah, it's her nephew. Her nephew, who, by the way, when she was asked, well, why would you put his name on the ticket? She said, because he's like a son to me. Except uh, I'm suing him. Yeah, or he was. Uh, he's very lucky, but not for half a million, she said. And, and organizers were dumbfounded. I mean, they're... They're posing for the picture. Yeah, and when they called, it was the nephew's right. number that they called. So and then his they just, name, his phone number. They just showed up with checks, split it down the middle. She's like, uh-uh, ain't happening. Exactly. So they did, and I don't know how they would have resolved this, and it's not resolved yet. So they phoned uh, whatever their equivalent of uh, the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Commission, whatever their equivalent is out there, and said, well, we'll... we'll issue the Michi check for yeah. half, right? They believe they followed all the rules. They think so, yeah. but the lawsuit is pending. She says she'll uh, talk to a lawyer today. She'll sue him that uh, that wasn't the agreement. <laughs> I mean, jeez. So money, notorious for arguments, for, for um, tearing families apart. Mm -hmm. The question this afternoon is, what was that thing that started a massive argument 
in your family or maybe even tore your family apart. What is it? What is that stupid thing? Although some people would say a million in a bit is not stupid. It's a stupid situation. It's a stupid situation given the circumstances. Right. But what is it? What was that thing that got people fighting in your family and that maybe continues to this day? Yeah, and, and you know, in hindsight, shouldn't have happened, shouldn't have continued. Yeah. And just uh, now, maybe you don't even remember what it was, but how long has it been? And I'll tell you, I'll start us off because... You know I don't have very close, mm-hmm. extended family. Uh, when I was living in Sault Ste. Marie, uh, my Uncle Glenn came to visit. And I didn't really know Uncle mm-hmm. Glenn. It was uh, my dad's brother mm-hmm. and uh, his wife, and they came to visit. And so you sort of assume, don't you, that your uncle would be very close mm-hmm. with your, with his brother, my dad. So he comes, and he's visiting, and we're all sitting around having a drink in the living room. And the topic of my mother comes up, and he loses it. This is like 30, 40 years ago. He loses it. I can't say the names that he called my mom. And and it so took me aback. His brother, her brother. Well, that would be his brother's wife. Okay. Right? Because it's my dad's brother, Glenn. And this is why. And I said, wait, where is this all coming from? He says that she came over as a war bride in 1940-whatever. Yeah took that train all the way to Winnipeg, that he put the family together to welcome her at a house, and that she called them all ugly. <laughs> and and then, and I know the, I know why that is, or how that happened. Then the next thing was they presented her with this gift, oh, and yes. it was this beautiful bedspread sheet and pillowcase set um, for their master bedroom. So the way my dad returned from the Second World mm-hmm. War, right? Well, my mom being an English war bride and nothing ever going to waste, she cut the sheets and comforters and made several single bed sheets out of it. Out of it. In anticipation of down the road, you know, Bob got some crib. My oldest brother, Bob, she used the sheet. Yeah. And in Glenn's mind, that was was it. An insult, yeah. It would never happen again. And the reason she called them ugly, my mom to this day thinks it's, or no, she's gone now, but my mom to the to her death thought it was a funny story, is that she was really nervous. She's a 20-something-year-old yeah, yeah. war bride in front of a bunch of strangers, and she's asked to give a speech in the living room, and she said, you're the homeliest bunch of people ever. But she meant... Homiest. Homiest. <laughs> so he he tacked those two, and he did not speak to her, nor would he be in a room with her for forty years over bed sheets and a misspeak. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? And I had no idea. Irene, I'm going to get you to hold hold your line, hold the line here, because I want to make sure we have enough time to mm-hmm. to talk to you about it. Um, it. Just in a nutshell, my first wedding, my. Aunt Shirley, who I was incredibly close with, my mom's sister, um, refused to talk to my father, treated my father like he was a piece of crap because my mom and dad divorced 15 years earlier. Now, despite the fact that my mom and dad have a great relationship at that point, they went on, everything was good, we spent Christmases together. My Aunt Shirley would not speak to my father and, in fact, was so incredibly rude to him and called him some of the worst names on the planet. I have not spoken to my Aunt Shirley since then. She will not speak to my father. She will not show up if my father's around. My father still had a good relationship with her brother until he died in March. Nothing. And it was over 
the divorce that everyone else got passed. <laughs> everyone else laugh. got passed and was just fine with. Yeah. Just stupid. And I haven't spoken to her since. She was my closest, my favorite aunt. We used to talk once a week. Wow. Once a week. 229, what is it? What's a stupid thing that tore your family apart or maybe someone argued to this day about? Let us know at 630-630-4960-063. Irene, your call's coming up right after the 230 News. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.